Jumbo Ekabo, welcome to the Rich Immigrant Podcast. This podcast was created to be what the next immigrant needs to thrive and what we need as an immigrant community. In this podcast, we talk about attaining financial independence, living full lives in the new countries we call home, and we'll do all that while talking about topics that pertain to the immigrant community all over the world. We'll do that with grace, with truth, with love, and yes, with great background music. So please, dance into every podcast episode with me. I'm Dio Lateru, and I'm your host. Welcome. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Reach Immigrant Podcast. This is episode 89, and I'm your host. And we're not going to talk about how this is now every two weeks, but let's just go with it. Um, so today's topic is something that's been on my mind for a while. And it's something I've talked about with friends on and off throughout the years. And so I thought, why not talk about it on the podcast? Because let's talk about things that I'm sure is on many of your minds. And it is about whether or not you know, do you need a side hustle? Do I need a side hustle? Do we all need a side hustle or side hustles? Now, the economy is economy. And in the U.S., right, um, there are signs that are pointing closer to a recession at this time. And we've been talking about recessions for a while, but it's the sign seems to seem to be leaning in that direction. Um, but even before that, I feel like side hustles have become popular in the last few years. Or maybe they've always been popular, but maybe they just got the fresh new name, side hustle, you know. Um, but Bankrate did a, a study And nearly two in five of U.S. adults have a side hustle. And with inflation, you know, increasing likelihood of economic downturn, um, home prices being so freaking high. That's a whole separate topic. Um, You know, I think a lot of people need this side income in order to pay everyday bills. And then, so let's say you have three people that have side hustles. One out of three need the money for regular expenses. Um, And then 27% of those people side hustle for discretionary expenses. So there's a separation between people that need it to survive versus those that have a side hustle for other things. Now, um... This is U.S.-based information, same bank rate survey, but side hustles bring in hundreds of dollars for the average person. So on average, the average adult with a side hustle got in an extra $810 per month. And of course, there's a wide range, right? And it depends on how hard you go and all of that. Now, in comparison, like I said, you know, of those people that use it for, you know, discretionary um, spending of the 27%, 25% of those needed for savings to boost their savings, while 12% use the extra money to pay down debt. 
And this just shows that side hustles serve different purposes for different people. Um, but I think it's, you know, it's, it, we should admit that side hustle is more commonly necessary for people that earn a lower income and are just trying to make ends meet. Um, and so 42% of people with a household income under $50,000 a year say they need it for day-to-day expenses and more than people in any other tax bracket. So it's also a factor of, you know, it's, there's an earning issue. And I will also admit, I, 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 I wanted, I looked for every possible hustle, um, before I got to a, a salary that could earn me a decent living. And I'm not talking about passion projects. I'm talking about side hustles for extra money, right? Because the passion projects we can get into, you know, that are more kind of something we're doing out for a calling versus something we're doing because we want that extra cash. Now, you know, side hustles are temporary for some, but they're not for most people. And they're people that their entire lives have a side hustle out of necessity. Now, I was trying to find a bit more information on, you know, higher earners doing side hustles. And I found a McKinsey report on side hustles. And one thing, here's one thing that was interesting. It says that one third of employed people um, that participated in a survey show that, you know, those that earn more than $150,000 a year also say they work independently and have some form of um, independent gig. And this category includes a lot of, you know, professionals, quote unquote, like lawyers, accountants, creators, I mean, actors, writers, traveling nurses, you know. So this tells me that high income earners also side hustle. Um, and then I tried to find information about immigrants, right? Because I want to know what percentage of immigrants have side hustles, but I couldn't find one um, because my natural inclination is to, is to think that there's a good chance that as immigrants, we are very high on the side hustles, whether out of necessity, whether out of habit, whether out of um, fear of scarcity, or just that need to constantly hustle. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of, especially if you hear about Nigerians, and this may be a stereotype, but you'll hear that we're always hustling. We always have one or two things going on extra. Um, and when I look at my parents, when I think about my parents, my dad always had something on the side in addition to his main job. And um, when he lost his job, it was helpful because he had one or two things to fall back on. Didn't replace his income, but it was something. Um, my mom, on the other hand, was laser focused on her career and wasn't really into side hustles. But in the end, she was fine. She didn't lose her job, thankfully. Um, and so when I was in university, I worked throughout university and I often looked for anything and everything extra to make ends meet. 
Um, you know, I danced for extra money, not exotic dancing, cultural dancing. <laughs> you know, I worked on a farm, I babysat, and this was in addition to whatever job I was doing at the time, whether working in the cafeteria or working in a factory, whatever it is that would give me extra money, I did it. Um, anything that was legally possible, let me, let me caveat that way. Um, However, the opportunities to make money online that exist now did not exist then. And I can tell you with 100% certainty that if these opportunities existed when I was a student, forget it. I would, you know, the way I'm a blogger now, but I'm not that serious. So I'm, I'm creating on social media, but I'm not that serious. If these opportunities existed when I was in survival mode, Huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would have I would have taken it even more seriously. Um, whether I've been a VA or whatever, anything. I love the opportunities that exist today. And I love that, you know, there are more opportunities in a less I don't have you don't have to work on a farm to make extra income. Like that's amazing, <laughs> you know. Anyway, getting back to the topic. So a side hustle may be a good idea for you if you fall into one of these, um, you know, um, five categories. Number one, you need it to make ends meet every month. And um, if you're in this category, I hope that, you know, the side hustle is a temporary thing that you have to do for whatever situation you're in, whether you're a student, whether you're new to a country and just trying to make ends meet, whether you're trying to get in school, trying to get certification or just in a season of life where things are tight. And so, um, you know, do what you need to do to make it through. But one thing I'll say is that um, when we are in survival mode, it is very hard to take the time to step back and think about big picture things. And if you don't take the time to step back, you run the risk of being in survival mode forever because you're only thinking about the next day. And I know that that's what you need to do to survive. But even if it's taking five minutes, 10 minutes, one day a month to say, step back, what, what, what can I do to get out of this situation long-term? And what is something I can do to get me out of this situation so that I'm not side hustling my whole life? And, you know, I know that there's some of us as immigrants where our parents had to because they didn't have the education, they didn't have the access. Um, but, you know, hopefully if you're in a place where you have the education, you have access to the internet, we can craft a different path for ourselves, I hope. Um, so that's one category. Second category, uh, a side hustle may be a good idea for you if it will help you pay off debt faster. And in doing so, right, it reduces the anxiety that can come with having debt. So I get it, right? I personally am a big fan of paying off debt and investing at the same time. However, if someone chooses to get a second job just to pay off debt faster, I understand it. I respect it because I know that you cannot put a price on the peace of mind that comes with being debt 
free. Okay, number three, a side hustle may be a good idea for you if you need the extra cash for a specific goal beyond debt payoff. So let's say you want to, um, you're trying to save for a down payment, you need to buy a car, you have a wedding that you want to pay for in cash, you have a vacation you want to go on, you can get a side hustle to enjoy life too so that your standard earnings can be for your just standard everyday spending. Or you can even get a side hustle to raise capital to start your business or to get money to take a break, to take a sabbatical if that's what you want. Um, and then the fourth category is, you know, a side hustle may be a good idea for you if you currently have the time and can take advantage of using that time now. Because chances are you may not always have the time that you have now in the future. And so if it matters to you to buy time, right, you can, you know, do some extra work now save and invest that money so that down the line in the future, you don't have to work as much or trade your time for money. And let's be honest, for most of us, not everybody, for most of us, um, we might have more time than we think, right? The average person spends 1,300 hours a year on social media or three and a half hours a day. I mean, that's looking at Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and I'm a creator and I, pre- I appreciate when you like my post on Instagram, but that's a lot of time. And I know that it's a bit of a way to unwind from the day and to escape a little bit, maybe throughout the day. And trust me, I do it too. Um, but what if you try to cut one hour of social media time and put it towards a side hustle of your choice. Or maybe it's one hour a day or five hours a week or whatever the case may be. Um, yeah. All right. Number five, a side hustle may be a good idea for you if you, you feel strongly about diver- diversifying your income source to protect your financial well-being. And I think for many of us as immigrants and for those of us that have had to build from scratch, this may be our number one reason for side hustling. And the truth is, when you have one job or one income stream, your finances are at a significantly higher risk if something happens to that job, especially if you have the job and haven't acquired a decent amount of savings or investing. And so many of us want that side hustle to give us that extra sense of security, especially if we know we don't have enough saved. And now let's talk about the flip side of things, because I always want to have a balanced conversation, right? A side hustle is not for everybody, right? It's great. It's sexy, blah, blah, blah. You see people saying, I make six figures on my side hustle. Wonderful. Um, but a side hustle may not be for you if you fall into one of these categories, okay? Number one, you need to focus on your main role, on the job that pays you. Um, and so there are many side hustles that require a lot of effort to get off the ground and then to keep it going. 
And so now think about adding that workload onto the current responsibilities of your full-time job. And if it feels like too much to you, then now might not be the time to start a side hustle. Now, if your current role is your focus because you're trying to grow in your career or land a promotion or land the next gig, then I think that's where you should absolutely focus your time and, and, and energy um, and, and side hustles get glamorized on social media and can instill a sense of FOMO or, or make you feel like you're not doing enough and you don't have to do the most to be doing enough. And that's why I always say it's important to define what's enough for you, right? Do you need to chase a billion? Because some people are born with the gift and the dream to create a billion-dollar company. And for them, they will go hard. That's not a side hustle. That's their calling. That's their mission. That's their life's work. Um, but, um, you know, doing a side hustle just to show somebody that you're doing, you two, you're doing a lot, I don't see the point in that personally. Um, so, you know, don't let social media make you feel like you're not doing the most, um, you know, a side hustle becomes of no or less or little value to you if they become a distraction from work that you enjoy or work that has high potential for growth and that you want to realize that potential, right? Number two, a side hustle may not be for you if you want to enjoy your free time, right? Free time is valuable, and we need to enjoy it. <laughs> and the less free time you have, the more likely it is, it, it means to you, right, to enjoy that free time. Um, so a time-consuming side hustle may not be for you if it takes up all of your free time. If you do need the income or you want the diversification, and I would say look for side hustles that do not require a lot of time or ones that require time at the onset, and then it becomes more passive, right? Um, you know, while side hustles can sound fun and flashy, they take up a they can take up a good amount of your hard-earned downtime, and you may start a side hustle with the intention of saving extra money and creating a lifestyle of freedom. But what you might end up with is a rich bank account and a life that is time bankrupt. And nobody wants to be that way. Um, and so if a lack of time for the activities that you love stresses you out or leaves you just dry, <laughs> um, then you might want to pause your plans to start a side hustle. But if you're willing to negotiate on a few of the items in your life that you used to see as non-negotiable, then you can take the leap. Um, and, and if you think you're ready, I think you can start to test the waters a bit, you know, you know, track your time for starters. For one week, track your time, including your downtime, and see what you did throughout the day. And this will help you take stock of how much free time you actually have and where you're willing to give up that free time. Refer back to what I said on the scrolling time and all that stuff. And I'm not saying give up all your scrolling time, but 
um, you know, there might be some com- compromise that you can make, but it starts with, you know, tracking your time and knowing now where you spend your time so you can maybe eliminate some of, you know, the maybe time that's not used um, as well. Um, all right. And, and, and just on this whole side hustle matter, you know, what about if you're somewhere in the middle? Um I think that there's always gray area because life is not black and white, right? It is possible to pursue a, a side hustle for a certain period of time. And then once the goal is achieved, you let it go. You walk away. Even if the money is good, <laughs> you know, it's a, remi- it's a reminder that there is still this law of diminishing returns. And I think that many times we... We don't realize that we can walk away when certain things have, you know, they've run their course, they've accomplished their purpose. Um, Don't pursue a side hustle past its expiration date because it looks good or because you're so used to the hustle that you don't know where to start to just relax. Um, You know, but looking back on the whole side hustle thing, a couple of things, reflection from my perspective and my life. I, I wish I did a thing or two on the side earlier in my career. I know I hustled everything possible when I was a student, so nothing there. But earlier in my career, and yes, I was putting my head down and working hard, but maybe I could have found some of those side, those, sorry, side hustles that don't require too much time or that I could have started in the summer when things were not as busy um, and then or just done something with friends or something of the sort. And so early in my career, I wish I'd have started something, but I, but I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know well enough where to start. Plus, my employer has pretty strict rules about secondary employment and I just did not want to deal with navigating that, getting approval, blah, blah, blah. But I found out that I had peers that, you know, made sure their, their side hustles were in areas that did not conflict in any way with their job, did not conflict with the time, and they were able to get the approval and move forward. I share this because somebody on the podcast may be listening and be in a job where they have such restrictions and I would say, don't let that hold you back. Be careful about what it is that you choose to do and go through the right channels to make sure that you're good to go because you don't want to lose your six-figure job over a 20K side hustle. But there are ways to make it happen. And, and if I would tell my younger self, I would have said, go for it, get it approved, take your travel blog seriously, monetize it, get the approvals to get it going. It doesn't conflict with anything you do at work. Um, so just sharing that hindsight is 2020. We live, we learn. Okay. Um, but at this point in my career and life, um, I'm blessed to have an income that is enough for me and is more than enough for me and I'm content. And so I'm not prioritizing or interested in trading more time for more money. Um, energy is finite and you know, like I said, <laughs> I already have a lot going on with work, with this passion project and other things I'm involved in. And your girl is maxed out. And I, I struggled with whether or not to say this on the podcast because, 
maybe there's a bit of privilege coming with that, but there's also I've, I've grinded for a good number of years. Um, and so I, I don't want to get, I, I think about side hustles quite a bit and I'm like, am I settling or not? Um, but I also don't want to get stuck in this race of always looking for more. Um, and when I ask myself, you know, what if I lose my job today? Um, what happens if, since this is my main source of income? And right now what I'm focused on is, you know, you know, I got a raise. I'm, I'm saving and investing 75% of it. And um, in that way, if something happens, I have the goal is to have investments to fall back on. Um, but that being said, like I understand the need to have something else almost as, as a bit of insurance, right? You know, I'm not opposed to other sources of income as long as it's not much more of a time soccer because for me, time is so precious and I'm very intentional about what I spend that time on, even though I need to scroll lists, let's be honest. Um, and so, for example, now there are some things I do now that maybe could be monetized or maybe I can collaborate with others so that from a time standpoint, it's not just all of my time. It's shared with a group of people that I know and trust. And so, or can I truly create passive streams? Uh, I don't want a side hustle that takes time. <laughs> that's my bottom line. And that's probably why, yeah, anyway, I'm going to start talking about other topics now. Let me not digress. <laughs> Um, but before I wrap up this episode, there are also concerns that the side hustle culture is toxic and, you know, yes, people do side hustles to get by, to survive. Some do it to get ahead or to afford certain luxuries like vacation. Um, but I also think that people definitely overdo it and people definitely sell it to be sexier than it is. And, and many people don't shut up about it. <laughs> um, and so you might be made to feel as though, you know, you're not, if you're not hustling from when the sun comes up to when the sun goes down, you're not doing enough. Or if you're not waking up at 4 a.m. like the CEO of Apple does and he exercises for four hours, reads 400 emails, attends 100 strategy meetings, and then somehow makes it to coach his son's basketball practice and then goes home at night and read more emails till midnight and then at 4 a.m. goes again. Um, it's like, calm down. We're not machines. We're people. Um, and so it's, and also as immigrants, I think there's that, that need for us, for many of us to just keep grinding and to keep getting more and getting more. Um, and so I hope that we always kind of keep that in check and to always be grounded in, okay, why am I doing this? Okay, you've, you've, you now have a million dollars. What else are you looking for? I'm not saying we should not be that, not be ambitious, but I'm saying that we shouldn't grind ourselves to death. We shouldn't grind ourselves and then look back at life and, and only see the grind, right? Um, so do what you need to do when you need to do it then rest. It's okay. Um, but anyway, I'm curious on your views on side hustles. Um, have you always had one? Did your parents always have side hustles? 
Do you think it's personality driven or ambition driven or greed driven or scarcity driven? Um, have you found a way to side hustle but still have your time and not grind every day? If you have, please share with us. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, I hope at least it's giving cause you to pause or think about your situation, whether or not you choose to side hustle. I'd like to actually have conversation about side hustles that have, you know, changed people's lives. So if you are someone that has done a side hustle either for a season or you continue to do it and it has changed something about your life, I'd love to have a conversation with you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Rich Immigrant Podcast and I will see you next time. Cheers. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Rich Immigrant Podcast. Before you go, I'd like you to know that there will always be room for you at this table. And as I wrap this up, I'd like to ask for your help with a few things to help support and amplify the message of the podcast. First, please subscribe. Click the subscribe button and that way you're notified of new episodes. Second, if you enjoyed this episode, please write and review the podcast. That way you're signaling to Apple that the content here is, you know what? popping and you amplify our message to other potential listeners and last but not least please follow us at instagram at the rich immigrant and as we go out into the world i hope that you're encouraged to show up and live fully in whatever country you've chosen to call home ciao bye odavo see you next time